Arsenal, Aston Villa, 3-0, but the victorious side is not Arsenal, is it? It's Aston Villa. The best performance they had probably since 7-2 against Liverpool, I. The giant killers are back in town, right? And it's it's so messed up because just a little while ago I posted a video named Arteta's Masterclass when I covered a Manchester United Arsenal game where I praised Arteta for the simple decisions that he made and I questioned all the gonna social decisions. And unfortunately all the people watch this video, I recommend you watching it. It's one of the best, if not the best podcast video I've ever made. So you should without a doubt go and check it out. But oh, let's talk about this game instead. 40 seconds. 40 seconds that all it took for Aston Villa to score. And that was great combination of game, but awful defending from Arsenal. And this was a theme of this whole match. Aston Villa played incredible combination of beautiful football while Arsenal was struggling to defend against a simple passes they were struggling to create anything and uh, obviously this this goal was ruled off as offside some Aston Villa might be very angry with this decision because it's a little bit questionable was really Barkley blocking the view of Leno but anyway they won 3-0 so they should be very glad this match oh this match showed how well Aston Villa could be. You know, I'm not gonna go in depth talking about every single moment. I'm not gonna do this. Instead, I'm just gonna recommend you to watch the highlights of the game and you will clearly see how well Aston Villa played. Those beautiful one-twos, those, those beautiful passing combinations that ended up with Watkins goals. Oh my god. Right after the second goal, they could have scored third, they could have scored fourth. Right after the third goal, they had an incredible moment with Grealish, who unfortunately for Aston Villa fans couldn't shoot it right down the middle because the defender blocked it right off the line. And this was the only good thing I can say about the defense because whoever that was who saved this incredible shot from Grealish uh, can be called a hero, he can be called a hero of this segment, of this particular moment, but overall, the defense was rubbish. Saka didn't have a great game, even though he's a great youngster with a bright future, but this game was not it, being, you know, he scored an own goal, so it's, by any means, can be a good game for you, and he didn't recover after it. Uh, Ballerine, holding. Uh, just poor performance from them. The biggest, the biggest hit for me was either Lacazette or Willian because I praised. If you didn't watch the previous video that I made about Arsenal, I praised Lacazette for being great when it comes to press. He was incredible against Manchester United when it comes to pressing. He was pressing De Gea. He was pressing defenders. He was given an opportunity for. Aubameyang or Pepe or no 
willing to create to go and do something but even in that video I said that when it comes to shooting Lacazette is uh, quite honestly shy and they need to sort it out somehow this match he was awful in pressing he was awful in passing and when he had this incredible chance to make it 1-1 with this incredible city for like six yards I don't know he somehow hit it over the bar. It was harder to miss than to score. And he did it. And that's that's a summary of their whole attack. Aubameyang didn't have a good game. Barely had any chances. But the one that you should all talk about was... William with his pathetic fucking shot. Ah, uh, that shot that somehow missed not only the goal, not only the goalkeeper, not only a bombing Lacazette who he could possibly give a pass to, but also every single defender of Aston Villa. Somehow this ball went right past them all, right to the fucking corner flag. How? I don't know. And every Arsenal fan at that moment prayed that this was a deflection, that it was somehow a corner, because... If that's not, that was one of the most awful shots I've ever seen in my entire life. A little exaggeration, but come on. It was pathetic. And that's exactly how I can summarize his performance, not only in this game, but in a lot of others. I understand that some Arsenal fans might say, no, 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 he's been relatively good. And I can agree that in some games he was pretty good. Giving assists or even scoring goals, maybe? I'm not really sure about this, but assists without a doubt. But he hasn't been consistent for Arsenal yet. And I know it's only been a couple of months since he joined Arsenal. But right now, his performances are basically jumping around from relatively well, uh, pretty shy. Relatively well, uh, Jesus Christ. You know, those type of performance. And it's a shame because if they went for him instead of, for example, Hakim Ziyech, who was available on transfer market, if they went for him instead of any other player, even, for example, Morris, that's a disgrace. If they went, I don't know why they went for him when they have Nicola Pepe, who came out and actually created something in the first five minutes of his uh Game on the pitch. Uh, it seems like he's in no luck with Arteta. Maybe he's not good enough in his physical form. Maybe he's not good enough mentally. Or in trainings, uh, William just plays better. I don't know, but a lot of Arsenal fans are very disappointed with the decision of putting William instead of Pepe, and rightfully so. I would be mad too. And... And the biggest blow for Arsenal supporters, not only the result, but Partey's injury. He, sh he was substituted right after the 45 minutes. And Arsenal's midfield, after that, crumbled. Aston Villa had more opportunities. And obviously, they scored two goals. Like, one right next to another. It was like three, five minutes time period between both goals. And they they were both scored by Watkins. So, after Thomas Party injury, it all fell down. And Thomas Party was incredible in that match against Manchester United. Bullying 
Manchester United, Manchester United midfield. And if the injury is is going to be more than a week or two, that's a big blow for Arsenal. And that's another injury with Trent Alexander-Arnold, Ansu Fati, Hakim, oh, Kimmich. And it's only players who got injured in this weekend. So I'm still not getting over the fact that we're still doing this international break right after this matches. It's just mind-blowing. But overall, it was a very, very bad, probably the worst performance from Arteta's side. And he said it himself that he didn't see any fire, any passion, didn't see anything that he sees on training from those players. And they disappointed him very much. And he will try to do anything in his power to win the next games. And next three games are... Very dodgy for Arsenal. It's Leeds United, it's Wolverhampton, and Tottenham. And all of those three teams are in a position where they are very unstable. For example, Tottenham are going second at the moment, but their game is not only not exciting, but from time to time is very lackluster of any moments or any defensive defensive praisings that we can give to defenders because if for example West Bromwich had a better goal scorer in their attack they could have come out with one point if uh, some other teams like West Ham had a, even better attackers they not only could have made this 3-3 comeback that they did but also could have win so they are in a little bit of a weird position same goes for Wolves they started the season awfully and now they kind of back on track with winning sides we're losing to Leicester obviously the last game but still they have some fire inside of them to prove that they are not one season's wonders and they proved it last season but still they want to do more and I think they might be a very hard task for Arsenal. Same goes for Leeds United, who who can lose 4-1 to Crystal Palace, but at the same time, who can perform an incredible level and be a giant killer if they want to. So it's going to be a very interesting three games for Arsenal, with Arsenal fans expecting to get all nine points or at least six or seven. But in reality, it might be as close to three or zero points, which I don't think will happen. I think it's going to be around six points. But still, very tough features. And if they're going to play like this, they're going to get destroyed by any of those sides. I'm telling you. If Arteta not going to come out with something, if those players not going to play for the badge, for the coach, you know... This might be the the end for Arteta and the Arsenal shirt and the Arsenal manager shirt because already people start asking questions. And rightfully so, a lot of people notice that he's been playing very defensively in comparison to what originally were expected from this side. More attacking, more passing, you know, interesting football. Now it's more of a defensive, let's not get... Two goals in, only one, and then we're going to try to use our incredible Aubameyang to score more. 
from time to time it works and it worked again Manchester United sometimes it doesn't like against Aston Villa and it's going to be very interesting how Arsenal will be able to bounce back and will they be able to do this because once again top three features and oh, it's going to be very interesting but overall everything I can say thank you for listening to this video podcast and go and watch Manchester United Arsenal a video that I made a couple days ago it was great you should without a doubt check it out thank you for listening and hear you soon